Hey, what's up? Welcome to Death Metal Discharge, exploring the 80s. The hardcore kid's journey through the Terrorizer top 100 most important albums of the decade that created extreme music. I'm the aforementioned hardcore kid. My name is Vince. And today we're going to be talking about a pretty big album, I would assume, on this list. Um, although this artist does have six albums on the list. So, you know, that artist is Iron Maiden. And today we're going to be talking about their 1980 self-titled release. Now, Iron Maiden, I gotta admit... Gotta fly the poser flag a little bit. Iron Maiden was never really a band that made it on my radar when I was a kid and getting into classic rock, similar stuff of the era like Back in Black by ACDC or, you know, whatever else. I had the record Number of the Beast on CD, but I only liked a couple songs off of it, didn't explore their catalog much further. I have a funny story about Iron Maiden. I remember we were at the grade eight dance and one of my best friends still to this day, a guy named Sean, was trying to get them to play Iron Maiden, run to the hills on the grade eight dance. And the, the DJs were two music teachers. And my buddy Sean kept on asking them, oh, play, play run to the hills, play run to the hills, play run to the hills. And um, they finally played it. And nobody really knew what to do. And so the music teachers, who were both fucking bad people, in my opinion, kind of singled my buddy out and were like, there you go, Sean. Nobody even danced. <laughs> so, you know, typical teacher behavior, humiliating a 13-year-old child as men in their 30s and 40s. But anyway, this list has six Iron Maiden albums on it like I said before. So after probably about halfway through this list, I'm going to be much more acquainted with Iron Maiden's discography. Maybe I'll have a little bit more familiarity. This record, I'm kind of surprised by parts of it. Just, you know, remembering like what I know Iron Maiden for. I thought it was going to be really straightforward and just kind of like rip the whole way through, like maybe like a Motorhead record or something. I didn't think that songs like Remember Tomorrow with the slow, clean parts existed or Phantom of the Opera doing like the Led Zeppelin kind of like anguish, bluesy solo kind of shit. But even then, those songs do get pretty heavy when they decide to, you know, kick into overdrive. And one thing they do really well on this record is using these sort of slower, more meandering parts as like proto breakdowns, I felt. The best example I could think of of this is the song Charlotte the Harlot, where the song kind of like, you know, pretty fast paced kind of driving song. And then they slow it down. Sort of like in the part in the song where, you know, if it was a thrash metal song, you would expect the breakdown to go. So it's kind of like a breakdown, but it's like not really... And it's like, you know, they don't have the riffs that make it like a chuggy ass beater kind of moshing thing. But 
the songwriting choice does kind of give it like that real like heavy dynamic that you get from songs with really good breakdowns in them. And then when they come back into the main part of the song again, definitely, you know, picks it up and starts to really go in by contrast. So I think we're starting to see sort of the structures of some of the later stuff kind of develop and like where they would get the ideas to like incorporate breakdowns in their songs and like structurally how they would write them. And, you know, this Iron Maiden record, it's also on another notch of like extremity compared to ACDC, even though if you were, you know, 17 years old in 1980 and getting into metal, I think there's a good chance you would like both of these records, but the stompy Tom heavy approach of songs like running free or like, you know, the speed on some of the more straightforward songs on here. It just has a level of intensity that most classic rock to come before it doesn't achieve. And I'm thinking maybe like a band like the who might've done some of this kind of stuff in terms of like the, intensity with like the tom parts but i think iron maiden brought it to another level of like head pounding just like volume sort of and according to wikipedia the band says they don't like the production on this record it was recorded in 1980 and then released the same year on emi and apparently the band's engineer was just like checked out not paying attention so the band had to basically engineer the album themselves and I can hear why they wouldn't like it, you know. It's not awful, but compare it to the ACDC record or even the Angel Witch record, the guitars sound kind of thin compared to, like, you know, what you would really want for heavy metal. And I think a beefier, sort of more, like, bass-heavy production would suit this better. I do wish this record trimmed the fat a little bit. I mean, the longer songs on here, for example, kind of get like cock rockish and self-indulgent. There's, you know, kind of self-indulgent little decisions all over the record that if you're into hardcore and you understand the ethos of what hardcore bands were doing around this time, it's easy to see what they were pushing back on listening to this Iron Maiden record. Like there's a song Transylvania, which is basically a four minute long guitar solo. And then it goes right into another song, Strange World, which is like this slow, mopey song that I think in a different context, I wouldn't mind. But after like the snooze fest that was Transylvania to me, I think like going with a long, slow song, I felt like, you know, the meme with the guy who has a stick and he's poking something. I felt like I was that guy poking this album being like, come on, do something. You know what I mean? But then the last two songs on the record after Strange World fucking rip. And apparently Strange World wasn't even on every version of this release when it initially came out. So, like, I don't know. Maybe just the track sequencing wasn't the best there. But when this album goes, it goes. But sometimes it just doesn't go. You know what I mean? Uh, my favorite songs on this record, Running Free. Much like in the way the best hardcore is just reimagined 60s rock and roll. Song takes a simple four on the floor formula and ratchets it up with you know some pretty intense drumming 
the song Phantom of the Opera, I looked at the runtime on that song. It's like over seven minutes long. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. But there were a lot of cool ideas in that song. And it, you know, pretty much drove the whole way through. It's pretty mid-tempo at parts, but it doesn't slow down and get like, you know, self-indulgently weird. Pretty good song for a seven-minute runtime. And then I've already talked about Charlotte the Harlot. I couldn't choose if I wanted to go Charlotte the Harlot or Iron Maiden, the last song. So I'm going with Iron Maiden because I've already talked about Charlotte the Harlot. It's fast. It's catchy. It's fun. That's the type of shit I was expecting from this record, and it delivered for me. My final thoughts on the record as a whole. It kind of surprised me in one aspect with how slow and melodic it got. But I'd say overall, I feel about how I thought I would before I listened to it. Like, you can tell why Iron Maiden is the band that still gets talked about from this era. There's like a level of tightness and skill and musicianship to this that surpasses the other stuff from the same lane that we've already heard so far. So I have to applaud it for that. But, you know, for me, it just doesn't hit on the level of ferocity and hardness that I really want. And I get it's 1980 so you could say this was the most ripping shit at the time you know what i mean and in the metal world i guess that's true but i would argue like bad brains pay to come comes out in 1980 and that gives me exactly what i want from the perspective of this fucking rips and goes in so you know that's really why i never got into this era of metal because i just want a little bit more intensity from it but this record is pretty good and there's still a lot more of it to get through in the next, you know, 20 episodes or so. So maybe I'll get a real appreciation for it after completing this exercise. I can like it for what it is now, but I don't feel like I'm going to, you know, run to throw this back on next week when I need something to listen to. But you never know. So thanks for listening. That was Iron Maiden by Iron Maiden. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.